Hey, this is Milan Milan. We are back. So today, well, yeah, today we're talking about Revelation 7, right? Um, moreover, right? The series, because we've gone over this in the past, but we're gonna just try to get a little bit deeper. Later today, I'm gonna be putting out another study about spiritual attacks even on the youngest of our children okay because it's important it's definitely been impressed on my heart as well as dreams and how we fight off demonic attacks I'm gonna try to make those two one whole study because it definitely does go hand in hand but right now we're split into Revelation 7 so Revelation 7, um, it is talking about the 144,000, which is the sealed of Israel, okay? And it's also a multitude from the great tribulation. So those are the spotlight, we could say, in the book of Revelation 7. So let's start. And afterwards, what I'm gonna do is um, we'll go over and try to break it down as well as um, I'm gonna give you more information about the Bibles I've been reading lately. Okay, let's go. Seven one starts. And after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on the earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. And I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. And he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea, saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees, till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. And I heard the number of them, which was sealed, and there were sealed a hundred and forty and four thousand of all tribes of the children of Israel. Of the tribe of Judah sealed were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of God were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Asher were sealed 12,000. Other tribe of Naphtalim were sealed 12,000. Other tribe of Manasses were sealed 12,000. Other tribe of Simeon was sealed 12,000. Other tribe of Levi were sealed 12,000. Other tribe of Issachar were sealed 12,000. Other tribe of Zabulon were sealed 12,000. Other tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000. Other tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000. After this, I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues, stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes and palms in their hands. 
and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and upon and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne, and about the elders and the four beasts, and fell before the throne on their faces, and worshipped God, saying, Amen, blessing, and glory, and wisdom, and thanksgiving, and honor, and power, and might be unto our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? And I said unto him, Sir, you know us. And he said to me, These are they which came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore are they before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he that sitteth on the throne shall dwell among them. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more, neither shall they, neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them unto living fountains of water. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Amen. So, that is Revelation 7. Now, breaking it down, right? Verses 1, and it will be actually verse verse 4, sorry. Verse 4 through 8 lists the tribes of um, those that are sealed from Israel, okay? It is 12,000 tribes, sorry, 12,000 people out of each tribe, which gives us the total of 144,000, right? So 12 tribes times 12,000 is 144. Um, verses nine through the end, which looks like is verse 17, is the multitude of people that came from the great tribulation. So these are like um, people who went through the tribulation, the great tribulation. They've given their lives to Christ as Lord and Savior of their life. They were not part of the rapture, but they were saved. Did you catch that? They were not part of the rapture, but they were saved. They were saved because our God wishes that no one goes to hell. He continues daily to give us mercies and patience to come to him. He will never force you or me, but he is patient. He is long-suffering. So the ones we just read about, in verses 9 through 17, which is the end of Revelation 7, were people who were not part of the rapture, but they were saved from the great tribulation. Okay? 
So even in the very beginning, right, if we go back to verses 1 through 4, all right, so 1 through 4, well, 1 through 3, I'm sorry, 1 through 3 is basically just like the, the interlude, right, of about what we're about to read about, okay? So remember, John is the one that has the vision throughout all of Revelation, Okay, so at times he is seeing things in heaven. He is seeing what the angels are commanded to do. He is seeing the angels. He is seeing the rapture saints. He's seeing um, these uh, people that were saved from the great tribulation. Now we're at chapter seven, right? So again, this is John speaking throughout the book of Revelation. <laughs> All right. So it's not the revelation of John. Okay. Revelation is about the re revealing of who Christ is. It is the revelation of our Savior. Right. And I was just impressed on that by the Holy Spirit to say that. It is not a revelation of John, even though John is the vessel that he is choosing to use to um, give these visions. It is not the revelation of John. It is the revelation of our Savior, Yeshua. Okay? All right. So John is seeing that these four angels are standing on the four corners of the earth and they're holding the four winds of the earth. These are some mighty, mighty angels, right? Now, I'm not saying that any of the angels are weak because they're not. They are literally not, okay? But I'm just trying to drive home how strong these angels are. Look at what they are doing at the command of our Savior, okay? So... And when we get to three, let me see, let me actually read verse two again. In the middle, it says, and he cried with a loud voice to the four angels to whom it was given to hurt the earth and the sea. Verse three says, saying, hurt not the earth, neither the sea nor the trees till we have sealed the servants of our God in their foreheads. These are some strong, powerful angels. Alright, so this is <laughs> Revelation. Like, it was even a part in here that trips me out where John was like, who are they? Right? He was talking to the angel and the angel was like, you know who they are. Where is that part? Because every time I read that, it's kind of funny to me. Kind of like, come on now. You know exactly who they are. Where is it at? All right. Right here. Verse 14. Well, I'm going to start at 13. It says, And one of the elders answered, saying unto me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes and whence came they like who are they where they come from right that's what he's saying and verse 14 says and i said unto him sir 
you know us. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> and he said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, and having washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. That right there is saying they chose Christ over their life. They chose to follow Christ. Their sins were washed away, made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Because without Christ in front of the Most High God, we stand as filthy rags. With Christ as our Savior, He doesn't see our sins, which are filthy rags to Him. He sees us in white robes because we have chosen to give our lives to Christ, to be Lord of our lives, to repent. Okay, to believe and know that he is our savior. That's what that verse is saying. And I look, that's just one small verse, but that's exactly what that verse is saying. And then if we move down to the last verse, verse 17, it says, For the lamb which is in the midst of the throne shall feed them and shall lead them into four living fountains of water and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes meaning there is no sorrow right we will be fed we will be taken care of and he's going to lead us so he's going to feed us he's going to take care of us he's going to lead us and we are not there crying you hear me it is not a sorrowful place to be in the presence of the Lord. We will have no tears in our eyes. It says he will wipe, he shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. We will be good. Okay? We have nothing to worry about. Nothing at all to worry about. Verse 16 even says, they shall hunger no more, neither thirst anymore. Neither shall the sun light on them nor any heat you know why because he's the light he's the light and so we don't have to worry about it and it says what it says nor any heat there is no uncomfortability right it's peaceful it's beautiful it is bright there is no night in heaven and we're going to read about that later god willing um towards the end in revelation it speaks about there is no night in heaven it's going to be amazing we're not going to hunger anymore we're not going to thirst anymore like literally he's leading us he's guiding us we're with him we're in his presence we are not crying about anything and you get all of that just from these little end parts of the verses in chapter seven you hear me? Peaceful. I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready for that. Ooh, I'm so ready for that, Lord. So that's Revelation 7. And I mentioned that we're going to talk about spiritual attacks and dreams, and we will, but it is not going to be part of this particular one. Tune in later today, please. You cannot miss this. It's going to be some things that we're going to discuss. 
because these spiritual attacks, y'all, they literally are hitting the youngest of our children, right? As I've said it in the past, Satan don't care how old you are. He don't care how uh, spiritually mature you are. If you're a baby Christian or if you've been walking with God for years, okay? He don't care. So he don't care. He don't play fair, right? It's he gonna come after your babies and i know this from experience right that's the best way our lord teaches us that you can then go back have a testimony and then share it so that you can help other christians your other brothers and sisters he will do spiritual attacks he will do demonic attacks on your children that is why you and me have to be sound in doctrine have that relationship with Christ that we can see it in itself right all day no you won't say no you will not you have to learn how to be able to anoint your home anoint your children um, speak against the demonic attacks and he even coming for you in your dreams so stay tuned later today we're going to discuss all of that. Oh, goodness, goodness. The spiritual warfare is real. Like, it is truly, truly, like, some serious stuff. All right. But I do not want you to be afraid because you know who you are. You a child of the king. And being a child of the king, we ain't got to be afraid. I understand it can be a little like, okay, I'm familiar. I don't understand this. I don't get that. And I'm not saying that I know all of that. What I'm saying is I'm going to be speaking from experience on things that I know, things that have occurred, and how I overcame it with Jesus. Not on my own, but with Jesus. Because he's strengthened me. He's empowered me. He's taught me how to not let it take over my life how to rebuke these demonic attacks all right so i wish that you read your bibles go back over chapter seven take it to our father look ahead if you can, before we go into it later today, on spiritual attacks and dreams, right? Pray about everything. Always take it to the Father, right? Um, bring a notepad. <laughs> bring a notepad because there's some stuff we're going to go over and there's some stuff that I'm impressed that you should take notes and um, have by your bedside. And you'll see why later today. I love you, brothers and sisters. I truly do. If there's anyone who's listening that has not chose Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, now is the time. We do not know the day that he is coming, but we can see that it is really, really soon. So here's one of my favorite salvation scriptures. It's Romans 10 verses 9 
is where we're going to start. It says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scriptures saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no distinction between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. Now, I mentioned earlier, I was going to go ahead and kind of briefly just touch on what I've been reading lately, the Bible. And this Bible is a study edition. I did give it off of Amazon. Love Amazon. Um, I don't love what they're doing with the direction that they're going, but um, I love being able to get my stuff like quick, right? It's almost like I went to a store and it's like here. That's how quick it is for me. So this is the New King James Version. is by Thomas Nelson, right? Um, like I said, I got it off of Amazon. I think it was under $20. I don't think this was a lot. Maybe under 30 take that back um but like i said it's on amazon it's the new king james version because you know that's what i normally read but if you notice today the language was definitely king james version because i was on the blue letter bible um website on my laptop but um this study edition is awesome because one i love the fact that it's like the blue letter bible it literally breaks down within the chapter what we're going to be discussing so you already know going forth like okay this is what this is about and it definitely helps um because you want to know what you're reading you want to know in the context right secondly what i love about this um study bible is that in between the chapters you'll have a whole page or two sometimes three dedicated to a couple of chapters more of a breakdown like a backstory right so you can be like oh okay and again this is a study bible so it makes sense and this is the reason i got it because like of that right there what i just said and also on the back it has a small concordance and i say small just because i literally have a book and it's just the whole concordance is huge it's, it's about as big as the bible right many pages is the bible um so but this is nice though so it's um it helps when you're trying to understand well what does it mean in in this verse right and then you can see how many times that one particular word is in the bible where you can find it at and then hopefully reading from one verse and then another verse with the same word that it will make more sense for you i know it helps me so if it helps me i'm going to share it with you so hopefully if you are looking for a new bible um or just a deeper way to study go look for this bible again it's by thomas nelson it's a 
New King James Version, which is NKJV, right? Holy Bible Study Edition. It's uh, kind of burgundy-ish, red and white, just so that you know the color. It is paperback. So, I love you guys. I really do. And when I tell you that following Christ, when he says to deny your flesh and pick up your sword, it's not a joke. It's not for play play. And it's not sometimes, and then sometimes I don't feel like it. Like, no, it's an everyday walk. Every day, I find myself denying my flesh. Some days are easier than others. But baby, when I tell you them days ain't easy, they're not easy. And it's not even that I will want to deny Christ. It's the spirit cannot be buddies with your flesh right the spirit is willing sometimes the flesh is not i say that to let you know that i don't think we're ever gonna always have it all together not until we get our glorified bodies i don't want anyone to feel like oh i can't do this you can You can, because if you accept him as Lord and Savior of your life, you know that um, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? You know that we have a spirit and it cries out to our Savior all the time. We just get so busy with our lives that we just sometimes neglect sitting down and talking with our Father. So try that today. Sit down and talk with your Heavenly Father. Tell Him what's ailing you. Ask Him to lead you, to guide you. Ask him to give you his peace that surpasses all understanding. And don't rush him, okay? Because he does not move on our time. Understand that he heard you. Understand that he will answer. Understand that his answer may not look like you expect it to look like. And just be patient. Until next time, hopefully later today, because I'm going to try to get this out, we're going to be talking about spiritual attacks, yes, on even the youngest, and these demonic dreams. I love you guys. Go in peace. (laughs) Shalom.